0: tape recorder, and a tape recorder. We still call it tape recorder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you know what a tape recorder is. Uh, well, maybe you were right. If, uh, bring another chair here, then uh, I may not always need, uh, that's, yeah, that's or, oh, yeah, there's uh, how do you think? Obydwoje honorowi domus, a, Probably don't know what a tape recorder is. <laughs> uh, they just uh, they just started coming into vogue when I joined, and uh, so I, I bought a tape. I had I had one tape of Schubert uh, from one or two uh, cassettes with. Uh, I was able to get from the temple. And they were really, really rare. Because uh, the cassettes would usually come out. Uh, so on a weekly basis, they would send it to all the temples as Prabhupada was giving talks. Would I do that? <laughs> Thank you. Do you have everything here, even though can I take it back? I don't have it. I it. Yeah. Well, this is less than the other one. Okay. When I start feeling it on my nose, I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah. I just lost my spot. And, uh, sets and that we were listening to, and so uh, I uh, agreed with my wife that uh, I was moving and she didn't want to be full-time devotee, and when she did was sort of too late that I would say with what Trungpa said. And I thought that that's what uh, I would start with. Uh, but I'd like to just uh, highlight uh, the uh, essential nature of Varanāsha. Uh, very often there's uh, quite a uh, misunderstanding about Varanāsha. Uh, Devotees come up to me and say, uh, We hear you have a good Varnashram farm. In other words, Varnashram f- means a farm. But Varnashram, farm means Varnashram, but Varnashram is much more than a farm. So, Chaturvaliya system. So, there's four Varnas, four Ashramas, mm-hmm. and Chatriyas don't go around farming and generally Brahmins don't do it either, uh, and Vaishas uh, and Shudras uh, do. Uh, this is of course one generally very sensitive issue. Uh, I've uh, lived through it for quite some years, you mentioned, you yeah, know, GBC almost 40 years, 19 officially 1987, but I was there at GBC meetings from already 1980 due to different events that were transpiring in the UK. And uh, so this idea that uh, we have, the devotees, have actually a particular designation that are we Brahmins, are we Chatriyas? Uh, this was the sort of the debate on the GBC body. Are they Chatriyas or Brahmins? You know, I mean something less we must be all Brahmins but you know anyway it's it's, it's all about Guga Karma it's not necessarily about what you'd like to be and uh, and yet at the same time is in one sense transcendental but then you may have noticed that sometimes we're not as transcendental as we'd like to think we are so, being transhuman is not an easy uh, thing. And transcending, it's so transcending modes of material nature is not, it's not just because we put on the like, get dressed in devotional clothes, and identify ourselves with being a Vaishnava. It uh, really means freedom from the uh, modes of nature. So, but Vaishnava, what I was speaking of, is that in its most essential function, Varnasham is not, although we talk about uh, Brahmins and kshatriyas Vaishas and Shudras and the uh, Pranacharya, Srivastava, and the actually we're talking about social and spiritual divisions, but divisions are something that are defined. And they're defined by qualification, they're defined by certain They're they're defined by certain uh, uh, rules. You have two things, rights and obligations. And this is what all of these different eight divisions are about. Uh, They have common rights and obligations, uh, the most common one being everyone has a right to be a devotee. And at the same time, there are also differences. And so Varnashram ultimately means knowing what these rules are. Of course, obviously, you need to define yourself. Who am I? Uh, What is my role as a Vaishnava? Yes, as a a, a Vaishnava, in principle, is beyond Varnashram, because Varnashram is practiced in order to bring people to the idea of Krishna's and I'm with Jikrishna, that's on Krishna's eternal servant. Just let me just put the water up here. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, yes. Transcendental, we still take roles in society. Otherwise, you've got no society if everyone just acting uh, in, a, in a transcendental position. Yudhisthira Maharaj was certainly transcendentally situated. Yet at the same time, he took the role of a, a chatriya called Be who was transcendentally situated, yet he accepted his social role. So whether someone's trans, uh, transcendental, and if we're not transcendental, then we really need to be very clear about what are the modes of material nature that we've actually inherited uh, in this uh, life, which we're trying to get free of, but which certainly going to define our way of thinking. Uh, and uh, once we accept that, maybe someone can remind me to come back to this point. But once we accept that, uh, then you know, all right, now what are the rights and obligations of my position as a brahman? What what do I have the right to do? Uh, Do I have a right to collect money and have my own uh, property? Uh, Do I have a right to actually work? If I'm a Brahmin, what 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 should I be uh, doing? What, what is expected of me at the same time? So there are the six duties uh, of the uh, Brahmana. How should that uh, Brahmin conduct himself and live? I know very few real Brahmins that just like stick out, it's just black and white, uh, what uh, what they are. Uh, so but whatever we are, uh, that is uh, the role. And then, of course, here comes the really touchy part. Uh, and that is gender. So when you read uh, in Srimad Bhagavatam, 7th canto, Narada uh 11th canto, Lord Krishna, very, very extensively talks about Varnashram. And wherever you read Varnashram, whether you read it in Manu or Bhagavatam or anywhere else, the role of women is always treated as a completely uh, separate uh, category. They are also Brahmani, Chatriya, and so on. But at the same time, it becomes very clear that men and women have different roles. Now, that's certainly something that we and not the way, the direction that society is going in. Uh, but that is, uh, again, what are the uh, roles in Varnashram that are set for women? We'll talk a little, I mean, there's a, a lot to uh, talk about. But uh, we'll talk a little about uh, whether this is actually for our day and age uh, or not. But in any case, knowing what rights and obligations are for all of these eight categories, that then becomes and whether it's foreign, whether it's Dubai, whether it's London, it's China, uh, uh, wherever you're living, whatever you're doing, that then becomes the basic category. And then you can say, I'm connected to in at least the most fundamental way in a very ideal way. What is Varnashram? It's our social system. It's the social system in which devotees live. Even if they're transcendental, not even if they're transcendental in the spiritual world, because there's Varnashram. So, Vrindavan, Mathura, Dvorka, it's all of our nation, divided society, who's who's the of Vaishyas. They identify as Vaishyas, and they live by the rules of Vaishyas. So Yashoda wants Krishna to go out and wear shoes. She said, "This Vaishya class not our varna. Uh, uh, Vaishyas, uh, we're taking care of cows, uh, we we should also walk barefoot." They're barefoot, of course, they got hooves. They're barefoot, so we're also going uh, barefoot. So they're there in Mathura, you have Kamsa, and of course, later on, you have Manaraj, and then you've got Chatriyas. Uh, so you have Vasudev is also a Chatriya. Basudev they are uh, Chatriyas. Now, the Manuraj is Vaishas. Spiritual world, same thing. In you uh, uh, have this very interesting interaction where in Dwarka, uh, yeah, now I'm starting to itch. <laughs> where in, uh, in Dwarka, Ulav uh, and uh are speaking understand how so how much time how much time are we going? Forty-five minutes? We yeah, have an hour to, speak, have to do care. Okay, forty. Uh Varnashan is something we get lots of questions about <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of questions. We have a lot of questions. Uh, so Narada Muni and Uddhava uh, are talking to Gold Kumar. Who's read Vrihaphapotan Vita? The BBT editions? Well, you've all got to read this book. You don't know what Krishna consciousness is about until you read these most fantastic books. You really get a real appreciation for Sanatana Goswami. you've read. So, but uh, you, you should, uh, you should. It's mind Three big book volumes. They're big, but uh, you can't put down. Okay, so they're talking and uh, a topic comes up. Narada Muni suggests Buddha, you, you please instruct him. Uh, Udav in one sense has more experience about Rajabhakti than Narada. Uh, Narada Muni is uh, actually a Vaidi Bhakta, although he's our acharya in devotional service and he knows everything about all kinds of devotion. And Udav says, no i can't talk before you i'm a chakriya you're a brahman and then Narada Muni laughs he says are you saying that uh, you know we have to follow the uh, codes of our Nafshan here and he says well of course uh, even the lord and now we're talking about even the, the, uh, the lord it the plays the is in the role of the chaturya and follows the codes and moves of the so we're talking about the spiritual world, the world So varnashrama is not a temporary thing; it's not a material thing. It's not just for here; it's also there. It's a structure; it's a social structure. How how are we meant to live? How do devotees uh, live? Because yeah. right now, for instance, we are living. You're fitting in to Emirates. Social structure in one sense. And we sort of have an overlay or an underlay of our own community, Uh, but even that's more defined by our devotee identity uh, rather than actually social is a little different than just acting as a devotee. So that then becomes uh, the real essence. And yes, uh, Varna. definitely something uh, that Srila Prabhupada wanted. Let me see if I can uh, pull out uh, uh, a good quote. Uh, here's, here's a good one. I uh, don't know that's in Bhagavad Gita, that you all know. Oops, yeah. For this purpose, Srila Prabhupada commentary, for this purpose, there is Varnashram Dharma composed of four varnas and four ashrams. Unless society is divided into these eight categories, it is simply an animal civilization. There must be some systematized, regulated arrangement. It's pretty black and white. Shri sure, Prabhupada points out that there's one social, there's one social structure for real human. Civilized human beings. Um, this isn't too controversial to be going out on the air. Uh, uh, th- that uh, defines the opportunity for actually attaining perfection in the human form of life. And I'm sure the you know, says yes, other than that, uh, it's uh, animal life and. Uh, And what is, the, uh, what is the purpose of uh, Varnashram? Varnashram is ultimately meant to regulate people's life, elevate them to the mode of goodness, because at the mode of goodness one can both understand sattam sanjayate jnana. At the mode of goodness uh, one can understand devotional service. The mode of goodness is the platform in which to practice devotional service. That's when chanting Hare Krishna becomes very effective uh, when we live in the mode of passion and ignorance. And we can, in the third canto, Kapila Dev, uh, talks about devotees in, in the modes of material nature in all three and gives all varieties. Uh, this is from the seventh canto. And it's very interesting that when, uh, when the whole uh, pastime of uh, the Shriya Dev and Pralad Maharaj uh, was uh, explained, and this was of course before Yudhisthira Maharaj. Narada Muni is telling about Pralad Maharaj, and so the Guru is glorifying his disciple. And anyone one sense, uh, yes. And uh, when it's finished, then Yudhisthira Maharaj wants to ask this question: How do you get Pralad Maharaj's? How can you train people to become like devotees, like Palaam Maharaj? And that's when, uh, in uh, in four chapters or five chapters, Narada Muni talks about Varnashram. This is by the practice of Varnashram. He says, Narada Muni said, after first offering my base to Lord Krishna, who was also sitting there, the protector of religious principles of all living entities. Let me explain the principles of the eternal religious system of which I've heard from the mouth of of Narayan. I think there are multiple verses here. Um, Here, Srila Prabhupada says, ultimately, the aim, and this is the first canto, Varnashram Dharma is to turn a crude man into pure devotee of the Lord, or a Vaishnava. For this purpose, there is Varnashram Dharma, composed of four Varnas and ashrams, Unless, and then here we go again, unless society is divided into these eight categories, it is simply animal civilization. Suha Prabhupada is uh, really uh, quite uh, uh, strong about that. So uh, the uh, practical, because when this topic came up, all right, how do we, how we relate it to here? It is a fact that, for instance, living on the farm uh, it becomes at least very easy for Vaishyas to find their place. Uh, I'm just going to uh, talk a minute about just actually identity uh, accepting a certain identity uh, this was very top hot topic repeatedly when it came up on the GBC that you know who's going to say that they a shudra or a vaisha It's demeaning. Uh, Of course, there's nothing demeaning about any of it uh, because uh, uh, ultimately uh, these are roles that Vaishnavas are playing. Uh, And the uh, psychology uh, behind Varnashram is Buna Karma Vipakasaha. We have nature, we have propensities, uh, and our propensities, uh, and we're best situated uh, doing things that are suited to our propensities. The problem with that is that you know, nowadays, different people have all kinds of mixed propensities because their previous generations they're not getting the actual type of sun stars uh, that could actually transmit uh, their natural modes. They're also inheriting other people's Varnashankara, uh, or uh, uh, illicit uh, conduct and illicit type of uh, activities, By illicit, i don't mean illicit sex. I just mean people doing what they shouldn't be doing. And uh, this accepting uh, identity was uh, very difficult. Uh, it is you know, I'm, you know, we should have—we're all we're all Brahmins, uh, but. we're not Brahmins, that that already in itself, if you're identifying yourself as being a Brahmin, uh, is demeaning because we're all vashnas. We already came to Krishna consciousness. We don't need to be stepping back into some material designation. But we are accepting uh, that we have certain propensities. For instance, a musician. Now, a lot of people play music. Playing music and being a musician are two different things. So, you know, a classical music, a a Beethoven and a Mozart is one thing. Or in I don't know, in my generation, for instance, Beatles are one thing. And then all the ten million, five hundred thousand people who are imitating the Beatles is another thing. They're not necessarily musicians just because they like to play music, you know every child likes to draw just because kids like to draw doesn't make them artists. Uh, You'll find out when they're artists. You know, if they turn out to become a Rembrandt or somebody like that, that's an artist. So uh, what you like to do doesn't necessarily mean that that's what you're good at and that that's what you uh, should be doing. But the sense of identity, uh, we did uh, quite some years back uh, I did a tour of uh, Hungary and I visited, well, we had around um, 12 centers. And uh, I, I gave a two day seminar on Varnashram. Then uh, we had a question answer sheet. And uh, we asked the bodies what they think they what category they think they are. are they, which varna uh, are they best suited for? Which Ashram are they best suited for? And of course, Ashram is. Not an issue. We, we're already accepted that we've got brahmacharis and sannyasis now we're working on varna and Heastas. We've got lots of. Uh, but uh, the varna issue seems to be a lot more touchy uh, Still to, uh, accepting that. I, I was really surprised that no one, and we talked to about 400 devotees. No one complained. You're trying to just sort of like pigeonhole me uh, into some type of artificial identity and uh, force me into there. Uh, I can't remember the <coughs> statistics. I probably have them here, but it take too long to fish them out. Uh, very few people claim that they were either Brahmins or Chakyos. But very often, it was a mixture. No one can, it's very, very clear that in this day and age, Kali Yuga things are so mixed up that uh, it's very difficult to say, I'm this. Uh, People have multiple uh, inclinations, uh, which in one sense enables them to do different uh, things. But at the same time, it means that they may not necessarily be able to give their forehalt and energy uh, into uh, just uh, one thing. I know that, uh, for me, it's, it's very clear what my primary uh, <coughs> buyer is. Uh, I'm a relationship. I think money, <laughs> whatever I look at, wherever I go, that someone talks about, then my first issue that comes up is how much does it cost, how do you cover the expenses, and so on, and so on, how much profit can we make, so that's, uh, that's sort of my nature. On the other hand, you know I love writing and chanting, and there's other, other things there. Uh, but this, uh, this aspect is uh, really very strong. Uh, I'm not living like a vajra. So vajras don't take sannyas either. And of course, I took sannyas long before we started talking about varnashram uh, in any serious way in Krishna consciousness. So this accepting this identity and then acting in that identity uh, it's very uh, it's a good exercise but Varnasram remains uh, theoretical until you have legal power. Until you have chakriyas, and, and then not, not chakriyas, people who like martial arts, or even people who are leaders by nature, but until you're a leader and you actually have legal power. So Sri Aparapadha had two countries that he wanted. One was, I Fiji, Mauritius. One was, uh, uh, well, Fid- Mauritius, Fiji, Mauritius. And uh, uh, where was Prabhupada Maharaj from? Manipur. 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 Those were the two countries uh, that uh, he spoke about. Maybe he spoke about others. I know that Prabhupada wanted as experiments to show the world uh, how it functions. Uh, here, in one sense, you have uh, a, a very good example of how we would function. You've got a Raj. and He's very good at uh, organizing. He's very good at uh, keeping order, uh, and people are happy. Uh, but it's very absolute. It it very much resembles what a Krishna uh, conscious monarchy <coughs> would also uh, look like, uh, with a with a different name. Uh, but until you have that. It becomes, uh, it becomes really a uh, theory. Why? Because what does what rights and obligations mean? It means if you don't do this, there's consequence. Well, what's the consequence? You know, we, we have no power. So I know the most that, uh, you know, in, in ISKCON, in the, in the most that you can do here is someone doesn't behave well, you say, okay, you can't, come to the pro- you can't come to the youth program anymore. You're barred from the youth program. You're barred from coming to the uh, uh, Satya Sangha on uh, Sunday Satya But that's about all you can do. Police have a lot more power, and that's not power. You do the wrong thing, this is the consequence. And uh, Sri Prabhupada really was very you know, Open and vocal about many different uh, consequences. It is very much uh, obliged, uh, so much so that even the Brahmins are obliged to uh, follow uh, certain rules. So, uh, what about Srila Prabhupada's statements uh, that uh, Varnashram is not possible uh, in this day and age? Uh, well, Srila Prabhupada uh, did say that. He's in the first canto. The Varan and Ashram Society was considered to be the best institution for lifting the human being to the spiritual platform. But due to Kali Yuga, it is not possible to execute the rules and regulations of these institutions. Uh, so, that uh, statement, uh, that according to time, place, and circumstance, we have to make adjustments. So, similarly, when Srila Prabhupada says Varnashram is not possible, he's talking about that type of Varnashram, which was practiced in the previous age. It is no longer possible in this age. But, obviously, some form of Varnashram must be possible, because Prabhupada kept talking about it, that you have to have it. So what type of our Now that's the real challenge uh, for ISKCON, and that was what uh, was, uh, another Chaitanya Prabhu pointed out that was Prabhupada, 50% of Prabhupada's mission. That's like a really far out thing when Prabhupada says that uh, half of my mission uh, is actually still incomplete. Uh, that uh, Prabhupada had done so much, and yet at the same time he, he gave all the, uh, uh, all the aspects of our worship, uh, of our Vaishnava conduct, but then how, how to live as Vaishnavs uh, in actually a, uh, a society that uh, Srila Prabhupada wasn't able to really uh, establish. And very interesting, and this is uh, my godbrother Abhiram Prabhu. Uh, he's very much a pro Varnashram person because not only we he heard Srila Prabhupada speak about it, uh, but he asked Srila uh, Prabhupada uh, repeatedly uh, on, on the topic. And uh, he heard twice from Srila Prabhupada that this 50%. And he uh, also explained how when uh, he, he asked Prabhupada, Prabhupada wanted to uh, go to Gita Nagari. And this was in uh, September of uh, August of 77. Srila Prabhupada got as far as Bakhulamanta Manor. And then he had very serious health issues, so he decided, I have to go back. And so he asked the Maharishi to take him back. And he went back to Middab, and then, That was it. He never went to Gita Nagri. But Abhiram so, Prabhupada So when you go to Gita Nagri, what will you do? He says, I, I want to set a show how to actually put Varanayashram into practice. Now, one thing in uh, our farm community, uh, that is uh, really uh, advantageous is that you've got you know you don't, you don't have people up down over and under everywhere uh, doing all kinds of other things uh, you've got everybody doing the same thing everyone participates you have a social feel you have a sort of, somewhat of a social structure uh, and uh, then there's a lot to be able to mold over there you can actually mold. And, But the point here which I wanted to make was that then I said, well, Prabhupada, what will you do? He said, well, I don't know. First, I have to go there and think about it. In other words, even Srila Prabhupada, although he's speaking about the principles of Varnashram, but how he wanted to actually apply it, he said, "I, I have to think about it. But then here it becomes very clear that it is possible Bhaktisanta Saraswati Thakur wanted to establish so It's Varnashram. Uh, if you study uh, what Srila Prabhupada says, uh, in the balance it becomes very clear that the necessity for establishing Varnashram is very strong. It can't be what it was in the past. But it has to be some format, and actually, that's on to you all to work out what does that actually mean. Uh, I saw there's one copy over there of our uh, national convention in Hungary about seven, eight years, ten years back. Our national council met and for three days. We just talked our national, and we established that okay, this is. This is really our priority. So we also have a committee uh, of of which I'm a part and we we discuss. And out of these, we have uh, different devotees who write. So I wrote this book. I started writing the second volume. Uh, This was, uh, uh, first I started writing about uh, the varnas, the the ashramas, and uh, and I got distracted uh, into, I mean, it's not Not the most enlightening thing to write about. Uh, It is, you know, it's not like Christmas pastimes. Uh, But uh, it's our service to Shiva Prabhupada. Other devotees, some are writing about uh, commerce. Uh, What what does actually uh, commerce look like in a Varnashram society? What does law look like in our national society? What does leadership look like in our national society? And of course, how does, is gone with a GBC and temple president uh, fit into that? Of course, GBC temple president really talks about the, just the religious structure, which you could say is, is a church, is a mandir, uh, and the organization of the functioning of the religious institution, which is just one part of the social structure it has nothing to do with business and other things. Uh,
1: I just yes. wanted to ask uh, one question on the point that you had mentioned. Uh, there are a few people. We're getting a stream of questions. Thank you for that. Keep that coming, March. I just thought I would ask uh, one question, just because there are a few people who are new to the topic as well. Uh, one common question that's coming up is, what is dharma varnashrama and how is it different from caste system as a as a topic.
0: It's for a few people as well who are not familiar with the topic. As I mentioned, is the social structure of of India, of the world. Uh, it's how human beings are meant to live. The caste system uh, is the deviant form or the degraded form of Varanaja. Uh, The divisions of, there are Brahmins, Chatriyas, Vaishyas, and Shudras. So these are, Prabhupada calls the social division. These are the roles. Brahmins are the intellectual class. Chatriyas are the leaders, uh, the actual real leadership class. Uh, Vaishyas are the Krishi Gorakshavanijan, we are either the uh, farmers, cow protection, commerce, trade, banking. And uh, then Shudras are those who assist uh, the uh, others. Uh, generally, the percentage division is uh, 1% Brahman, 4% Chatriya, 16% uh, Vaishya, and the rest sort of general breakdown that uh, that you get in society. And uh, the other side is the uh, ashram. Uh, And in other words, what are the spiritual orders in life? How does one go through the different phases of life? So brahmachari, brahmacharini, is student life. Uh, student life a little different than what you may experience uh, in uh, school, but this is gurukul, cool student life. So student life, Brahmachari, rihasta. Then retired, rihasta means householder. Then retired, age 50, retire. And then sannyas, renounce the world, uh, give up uh, family, and just uh, see see the whole world as your family, and give Krishna consciousness to others. And uh, those are the generally we see that the vast majority of uh, people uh, will be in the Grihasta ashram. And of course, all of these are meant to be. And then from Grihasta, they will become uh, at a certain age, and they can enter into the Varashram, Ashram, or the retired stage of life. And qualities determine whether someone is in all these stages, as I mentioned, rights, obligations, and it's determined by your nature. What is your nature? Now, Another Chaitanya is a Brahmachari, and he's going to stay a Brahmachari, and then maybe he'll take sannyas. So why why can he do that? Because uh, his nature is that he is sufficiently renounced, that he doesn't need to enter into the household life in order to have a peaceful mind and chant Hare Krishna. Uh, so that's his qualification. On the other hand, when for instance a young young man comes up and asks us, asks us, maybe you have that experience, and that uh, we're saying with the and asks us, well I don't know, should I be a brahmacharya or should I be a Grihastha?" Then the answer is you're a grihasta. <laughs> if you don't know, then you don't have the qualification. So that was one of the reasons why Me and my wife split because uh, when I was coming to the temple, then uh, I saw that there was actually a sannyasi who stayed at the temple for some time. And I was very attracted to this idea of taking sannyas. So I, I told my wife, I want to take sannyas. She wasn't very happy about that. But that was ultimately what it was. But for me, that was from day one. It was very clear that this is what I want to do. So, uh, and of course, you have to be able to stay sannyas. Unfortunately, we see that sometimes that it is gone. Recently, our history is much better, but in the past, during Sri Prabhupada's time, uh, sannyasis weren't able to maintain their vows of sannyas. Why? Because sannyasis is not just about wearing the clothes and holding the danda; Uh, It's about actually having that qualification householder, and Prabhupada talks about householder in a So getting married doesn't make you a householder. When you really live like a Grihastha and Srila Prabhupada writes a lot about what householder life is. When you really live uh, like a a Grihastha. Now, these are all according to Guna and Karma. And same thing with a Brahmin. A Brahman is some um, Krishna gives eight qualifications, later in the Bhagavatam there's twelve. So uh, there are you have to have those qualifications to be a Brahman. Caste system is when you don't have the qualifications but you claim the title. And generally that's in the Brahminical class. My My great-great-grandfather was a Brahmin, and therefore I'm also a Brahmin, because they enter into, or at least they accept that particular station on the basis of the fact of birth, Janma. But Krishna says, karma. He doesn't say Janma anywhere. There's no mention of birth. Uh, It's like saying, my father's a dentist. So I don't have to go to dentistry school, I'm automatically a dentist. Well, as long as you don't try and work on my teeth, that's okay. But uh, I'm not going to your place. Uh, you need to be qualified to be a dentist. Uh, so that's the difference between Daibi and uh, the caste system, which has really given Varnashawa a bad name. And it's one of the real obstacles we have to overcome and we face when we actually start talking about this. I mean, everything everything can become Vaishnavism has at least 13, but many more, sahaja or degraded uh, branches. Uh, and they've given Vaishnavism a bad name also, so much so that uh, you know, Bhaktivinoda Thakur and others' his main thing is somehow or other to give back the integrity uh, to Vaishnavism that it actually really deserves. So just because Vaishnavism becomes corrupt doesn't mean that Vaishnavism is bad. Same thing, Daibi you know, Varnashram means that Varnashram, which is, as Sri Prabhupada says here, is meant for. Training, bringing people to devotional service and then helping them go back home back to Godhead. And then there is also to use the term Asura Varnashram or just Varnashram where people are following the rules but it's not actually progressively bringing them to any form of elevated status. So, like smartest, when I was talking to your father and saying came from smarter family. So they have been very, very strict on the rules, but they don't know where it's meant to lead them. Uh, I don't know if that's... That's like 45 minutes, and there's a lot. Uh, and um, perhaps if you have uh, questions, I should just open for questions, and then I'll give short answers.
2: Yes. Hi, Hi. As you were pointing out earlier, you were talking about one person, four person, 16. Yeah. <clears throat> so we're talking about 25 percent uh, on top, uh, which is like the cream. Mm-hmm. And uh, most of the rules and regulations, either man-made in forming society, are therefore generally favoring that elite uh, and or whether it is we take something from scripture, manu, or any other, it's interpreted by the elite uh, for the well-being of the elite, and the non-elitists uh, um, are left out, or, or their well-being is left out in the, in the whole process. This is the theme uh, in the worldwide, whether it is from a scripture perspective or, or otherwise. How does Varnashrama? Uh, ensure that it doesn't only cater to uh, the elite who actually put these rules and regulations down on Kite society.
0: Well, because uh, the consciousness isn't that they are elite. Uh, there is no elite. Everyone serves a different function. Uh, Brahmano. So, uh, the Brahmins are like the head, and the shooters like, like the leg. I mean, neglect your leg, and your head becomes useless. So, your legs, uh, your arms, your uh, the chakras are your arms, the vaishas, are your everything is important. So, all parts of the body are important. Keep healthy, to be satisfied. And if you favor one part or another, maybe this part is the part that's doing the thinking, and my legs aren't doing the thinking. Well, my legs are doing the walking. But you know, if I think I'm going to go over there and get some pisada, but if my feet say, "Sorry, you're not going anywhere," then uh, then doesn't matter how much thinking I do, I'm going to go hungry. So. Uh, especially with, uh, with devotees, we have to actually see that this is not that someone's better than somebody else and that, that someone in one sense, everyone's equal. But at the same time, there's a difference in how they act and live their duties. Uh, and someone gives an instruction and someone follows. Uh, so, but overall, uh, everyone's progressing, and that's what... ISKCON, Varnashram. When we go broader, that's something else. And that was one point I mentioned, why Prabhupada wanted to establish Varnashram in ISKCON first, because he wanted us to show how it would work. This is a pilot model. So we're the pilot plant, we're the pilot model, we should make it work. Once we can show how it works, then you apply it to a non-devotee society, that becomes more difficult. But you can't apply it to a non-devotee society until you have and until we have power. Until that happens, it's not possible. We have some level of ecclesiastic power, and that's it. We don't have any legal power
1: without don't can't do anything. you mentioned uh, farm is Varnashram, but not all Varnashram is only about the farm. Most of us are city dwellers here. Uh, Can we practice Varnashram? If so, how? And uh, what can we do about that?
0: That's why I started with that point, that it's about knowing what your rights and obligations are. And if you know it, you're, you establish an identity. All right. Let us let, say most of you are actually uh, in a, or some of you say, are in a really working field in a Vaishya working field, and others are, are perhaps in uh, just a labor uh, uh, service. So, know What are my rights and obligations? And I live according to those. And that then becomes Barna in Dubai. Uh, how do I know those? Well, Srila Prabhupada gave some general things. Uh, Bhagavatam gives some. And then Manu gives more. The Problem is that this is not defined. And therefore, as many devotees as we got here are going to come up with different things. Uh, so we don't have a really clearly defined and says what what is this 50% I wanted to establish? So you know, before you start moving people around, you've got to know what you're going to be doing. So establishing what those rights and obligations are uh, for all the eight. Uh, for instance, we're pretty clear. We have some good things written down. Uh, not so much for us to do, just like we were mentioning earlier, but the training resources, and that's very much needed. Sanya's again, is God's God. Barnicide, nothing. So, uh, it's problematic, that, that's, that's the reason there's a problem, because it's very difficult for us to know what we're
1: supposed to be doing. That's my material job, who am I as a gardener as well, or is, do I only look at the spiritual aspect of what I do? I, I'm employed, but spiritually, I might do I like different activities.
0: The uh, the sort of well, okay. practical, well, not that I don't know whose uh, who's, uh, self-employed here. So three, uh, three the Those are as I mentioned. There's real mixture, but. Just from the little talk uh, that we had, I think, uh, whether or not, uh, your nature would be like that. uh, And I think it's also runs in the family, Uh, which when Varnashram is really followed, and of course, one of the aspects of Varnashram, one of the obligations, uh, is uh, to perform the different samskars, And the samskars are followed. And it will be a fact that, generally speaking, in a Brahmin's family, the children will be Brahmins. If the combinations, and then, you know, that's another thing about marriage, you know. When I first went to the UK, you know, if uh, someone married outside their caste, the only way you saw it, it was like there was a whole war going on. you know, I mean, a, a Gujarati from uh, this, uh, Af- a Gojra, I married someone in, a, in another, that was upset. What to speak of when a Gujarati married a Punjabi? <laughs> now you've got, you know, Indian girl, black boy, they're having a wedding uh, in, in the man. So the Farnashram is very strict about that. So Anuruddha. People of the city, it is the way it's meant to be provided that it's not just a matter about name, but it's actually about behavior and lifestyle. It's a—it's really not what the world today is about. <laughs> in, in other words, really pigeonholing uh, people. But it's not really pigeonholing, it's just actually really defining who they really are instead of this egalitarian thing, which is the worst thing that really destroys Ashram, is that you can be anything that you want. I mean, that's the bottom line. That's what all of these, you know, uh, training, personal trainers are. You can be anything you want to be. You not let anything stand in the way. And we're just the opposite. You can be what you are. Now, let's find out what you are. <laughs> and you can't be anybody else or anything else.
2: Maraj, uh, from the point that you were just making, it seems so important to look at the pedigree of a dog that you buy or a horse that you want to create. I'll give that example also. <laughs> uh, while uh, it, it seems to have completely evaporated on the uh, on the human platform. Quickly. Very quickly. Over over decades. Alright, but, but you were also initially when you we were talking about who is to be a Brahmana, Vaishya, Kshatriya, and you said Krishna never speaks about birth. It's it's only um Good. how do we understand the economic thing? how do we how do we understand the different Krishna has only talked about guna and karma, and the janma doesn't have a role at all, while janma seems to have such an important implication uh, um, that we see a boy uh, and we are able to see clearly the traits flowing in either from the father or the mother.
0: Because if, if everything is functioning properly, then the janma is an immediate indicator of what the guna and karma will be. But if the guna karma is not there, then you have to act according to the guna karma. It is, uh, supersedes the janma. So, so generally it becomes very easy when you really have a quality. So, you know, uh, Maharaj Pandu, what were his he, was a, he was the king. What were his sons? They were kings. What were their sons? Uh, you know, there was uh, So, sixteen years old. So he is a king, why? Because uh, it was a, a very pedigree. And I also use that example of, well, here, they've got all these horses, boy, you don't. Know, you know, they're very careful about which horse uh, is actually bred with the other horse. Uh, why? Because, you know, good runners make good runners. But the guna and karma has to be there. And the system always was. It is that the panchayat of the local village would actually examine and especially the boys to see that the qualities actually match the birth. If they do fine. If they don't, then whatever the qualities are, that's that's what you then become. So, you know, Srila like Prabhupada gave this example of Satyakam Java and he keeps Satyakam Java, this is from the Satyakam Upanishad. And it's just just a story, this uh, boy is the son of a prostitute. And he goes to Gautamuli, Gautamuli. I think it's Gautamuli. He goes to Gautamuli, and he wants to become a disciple. He says, says, uh, who's your father? He goes on the basis of who your father is, that's who you are. So he only accepted the Brahmins. So Satyakha went back to his mother, he says, who is my father? She said, I don't know. Because prostitutes, she's so got many men. So he goes back and he tells, I'll go to Muni, uh, my mother said that she didn't know who my father is. He said, okay, I'll accept you. Because you're only a Brahmin would say that. Only a brahman can say. Really, excuse the word. Only a brahman will say that you know I'm illegitimate or I'm a bastard. No, no one else is going to just uh, come forward. Uh, Chaturiya is too proud for that. You know, a will lie, and the shudra will, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so therefore, he was a brahman. Just on that one thing, to see. I do that uh, I can't. You can come.
2: This system Krishna established and the system originally uh, as as he let the Lord established deteriorated. That's it. it it fell apart. Yes. That it, it's completely you know dismantled in, in entirety. Yes. So which means even if we try to reestablish something in that manner there's a very good chance, by its pedigree, it will suffer the same fate, unless we really fortify it in all directions. Yeah. Um, so what would that be to see that we don't have the untouchability or cat system that comes out of our current attempt to establish our nation? We
0: need good definition, good definition. Everything has to be defined, everything has to be written down. And then everything has to be enforced. And it has to be enforceable. Uh, there is, you know, Prabhupada would always say that when he married some students and no divorce, but they divorced. Now what's the consequence? What he did? What's You know, he's, he has to be the bad guy who has to enforce all the laws. It's burnt out a lot of devotees. I'm not talking about the ones that he threw out of the temple. A the temple presidents got you know, I, I don't want to do this. I'm, i did not join this movement to be a policeman. But some people are qualified to be a policeman. And uh, they need to be able to enforce. And of course, you know, Caliuga, goes on, and the golden age. So this is an interesting thing. When and where does the golden age really start? I mean, it started with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Obviously, if you look at the world right now, we're not living in a golden age. We're living well. We're eating well. We're chanting well. We've got wonderful association. But it's not, it's not spreading out to the world in any very, very significant way. Uh, we're not. We're not making a big, big difference uh, in certain places, but uh, uh, we have some influence. We're far away from,
1: you know, influencing governments. Thank you, Maraj. Mm-hmm. And uh, just one last question from the cheese that they've posted in is: You mentioned that there's a separate Dharma for women, um, making it relevant to us in the city, Maraj. What would you say? Is the Dharma for ladies, Vaishnavis? What is their position within the society? Working women are here, women who study, professionally qualified. What is your view then? My
0: view? You really want to hear this?
1: A view which uh,
0: now,
1: now we can definitely apply. Also... Shastra.
2: Yeah, Shastra.
0: And that's—I'm just saying what the ideal of our nation is. I'm not saying that's—you know—that's what everyone should be doing today, because we—we we, we don't have—we don't have it formulated. But what you will see is that uh, with ladies, ladies are housewives. Ladies are housewives, mothers, uh, and uh, uh, wives. They're. Society and they both, this is what uh, Arjuna is arguing with Krishna for. Adharma Krishna varna shankara So unless women are kept in a protected position, Just Google it. How many times Prabhupada says women should always be protected? Uh, women should never have independence. They should always be either father, son, husband. Um, wow, this is really unpopular in, uh, in the world today. I mean, you know, we, we look weird, like weirdos proposing something like that. But anyway, that's what Shotspur says. And so our business as devotees is, we're not doing it tomorrow. But all right, we accept that this is the principle. And then how did we get there? You know, this this whole idea that being a housewife is demeaning, Why well, that's the most outrageous thing in the world. So you've got, you know, women who want to be uh, career persons, men, they're working 12, 14 hours a day in order to have a house where they have kids who they never see, and in a house that they never live in, just so that they can be have prematurely heart attacks and so on because they strain themselves so much. Uh, it's it's really uh, you know the cali conscious kind of It's not what uh, what they real certainly not not the way your grandparents lived. Not the way your grandparents lived. And uh, but it's uh, it's sort of part of the package and. Uh, theoretically it's good to know the package see see what we can uh, do and uh, but how, how can women practically apply Marashsha learn how to cook <laughs> well very well then children. I mean, raising children means you're with them. That's what raising children means. And even that, you know, even for the father, the concept of fathers traveling at a distance, uh, being away, the whole idea of nuclear family. I mean, in India They have uncles and aunts and and that really gives a really good uh, support system for having normal people. And normal people are getting harder and harder to find. Like, uh, abused, <laughs> neglected just because parents aren't at home and you know, that was part of being a, a GDC and Temple president. My well, you know, mine is full of so many horror stories of what Children, not just from the Western uh, community, but actually from the Indian community, uh, go go through partly because of uh, this. Should we stop? This goes on forever. <laughs> it's very interesting, and it's our social model. Thank you very much, and uh, try to read up. Uh, it's uh, uh, this is one good thing about uh, uh, Google, uh, it, not Google, about uh, uh, Folio, if you have Folio in your computers and they want to search, boy, oh, there's a lot there. And devotees have actually produced good books. My god sister, Maya uh, Krishna uh, Dasi, uh, she produced, uh, she wrote this one book on our national quotes, and there are, uh, there are others. That it's worth pursuing and uh, it will make Krishna this very important point because that without it Krishna consciousness becomes difficult. <coughs> Krishna's point is we need to be we need to be raised to the mode of goodness and that that's the other aspect of our rash how to come to the mode of goodness, because practising Krishna consciousness is easy when you're in goodness regards
1: uh, to all the movies out there, there's of out there watching. Yes, my are quite a few watching.
0: Nice to Nice Nice to be seen. I can't say
2: Nice to see Nice to Nice to be seen. Uh, by Maharaj, for half an hour. Don't miss this. I have to say, Maharaj is like and, uh, one of the forerunners in establishing and working on Varnashrama and farm communities in many the of uh, these areas. And it's no simple task. It's, it's a very difficult area to look at, conceptualize, understand, and put understand. I in can
0: peace. be over there.